Welcome back to YouTube with the boys. We have a fantastic episode for you on Schlatt returning to streaming. Mr. Beast giving away a million dollars and offline TV killing it with their recent videos. Most notably this week, it is Jay Schlatt returning to streaming. This will be talked about for years, years to come. I mean, this is, it's, it's actually, it's actually sick and twisted <laughs> what is going on right now. And I'll show you, I'll show you right now. We made a bot to scrape every single Twitch account that had Carl Jacobs not found, was taken in it, all of them. So, for those of you who do not know, Jay Schlatt, you know, he's appeared on the Dream SP multiple times. He's a Minecrafter, <laughs> Jack Buxer, you know, known for buying uh, large statues of apes. Um, but he is a YouTuber with 3 million subscribers on Jay Schlatt Live, but that's a YouTube channel, and he hasn't streamed in over two years. Uh, I think he made that decision shortly after leaving SMP Live for mental health reasons, and he didn't stream since. But that's how he first got his stardom. SMP Live was a Minecraft server in which to participate on the server, everybody had to be streaming. So Jay Schlatt would stream them. Um, but then, you know, as I said, affected his mental health, so he took a break. Because of all this stuff, I started to feel a little bit of burnout. I was tired of streaming Minecraft. I started streaming less. Uh, the viewers went down. You know, I tried to experiment with different types of content. It didn't do well. That upset me. And the cycle just repeated and repeated. It's very easy to go down that, that downward spiral on Twitch. So the past two years, he hasn't streamed. Although that hasn't meant his Twitch channel hasn't been successful. Even though he hadn't streamed in the past two years, he was number like 1536. I think that might be correct. When um, 1,563 but close enough. <laughs> the leaked um, revenues or profits came out for Twitch, the leaked incomes. Um, so he still um, did really well. He had some a few offline hype trains from his participation in the Austin show, but he hasn't actually made an appearance in stream in two years. Well, that was the case until about two days ago. So Jay Schlatt, um, he released three days ago a video called I'm Quitting YouTube. Now, to be honest, when we're, when we're looking at this, this wasn't too much to be worried about. He, he he does this type of, like, you know, thumbnails a lot. We had, you know, I've been thinking of retiring. I'm upset. I'm disgusted. I'm back. It, it, why? Like, it's just he, he makes a lot of videos like this. So, naturally, when you see it, you may not be, like, too surprised. I'm trying to say I didn't think it was going to that serious. But... You know, you still want to click on it. It's good clickbait. It's effective, even though you've seen it multiple times before. It was effective. So I go and I watch that video. And to my surprise, Jay Schlatt reveals that he is going to return to streaming. So he was talking about how this channel, Jay Schlatt Live, is no longer live stream highlights. So, you know, he's going to try to make it that again. Um, and kind of go back to his regular channel, Jay Schlatt, which some of you may not have known existed. Um, but yeah. He's returning to streaming. He, he let us know that every Friday of, you know, every week, he would be streaming at 8 p.m. 
8 p.m. So I think the first one was going to, he, you know, released this video on a Thursday, and he said it was going to start tomorrow. And that was, you know, just crazy to see. That video, I'm quitting YouTube, had 1.7 million views, and he also tweeted it out at the same time. And there was this little cool, like, animated, um, he streams on Twitch, by the way. There was this little cool animated um, short to show it, and that, that tweet itself got 108,000 likes. So, yeah, safe to say it did pretty well but him returning to streaming was a big event and luckily i i was like able to watch it i had nothing going on that night so i i friday 8 p.m i logged on and let's just say i'm looking at the vod from that stream right now and it has 1.3 million views so it's safe to say it did pretty well <laughs> before it, it also had you know 100 i think 50,000 concurrent viewers at some point his return was really awesome and here's why I think this is an effective strategy for JSLAP. What I think st seems to burn a lot of streamers out is streaming without really, um, a, like, a, a plan. You know, when you're a streamer who has to meet hours, and you just, you know, there's nothing to play, or there's nothing to do, and you just have, like, you know, trying to come up with random shit, I think you get bored sometimes. And what we've started to see from JSLAP, and now Ludwig, since he's on YouTube, is when you kind of make your streams a bit rarer, but pig put like big intention into those streams, make like kind of a gimmick that you're gonna do that stream, plan it out more, you are more successful. So that's what Jay Schlatt did that Friday. To for his introductory stream, he had Tommy in it, um, spend ten thousand dollars of Jay Schlatt's money, um, and give him gifts. So Tommy picks the gifts with JShot's money, bought them and sent it to him, and like you know, commentated while JShot was opening them. And um, yes, this was obviously cool to see because smart because you know since the Tommy draws the Minecraft audience in, and you know also smart because you know he loves seeing people open expensive stuff. And they had a very funny banter going in, um, and it concluded with you know some fantastic items like a great toaster, three separate air fryers. And um, an $8,000 NFT that was actually a rug. Don't know why, but that happened. I think there was also a barrel of lube at some point. So, yes, some crazy stuff happened. And later in the stream, Ted Nivison showed up as well. I don't know if he flew out to Texas. Ted lives in L.A. and Charlotte lives in Texas. I don't know if he flew out to Texas solely to support his friend. But it, Ted was there, and that was cool to see. Because Ted and Connor, Connor also showed up, but like that's not that much of a surprise. It, it was cool to see that because Ted and Connor are very close to Schlatt, and it was fun to see his friends supporting him. And I was watching through this VOD, right? So I, I watched the stream, and I watched the VOD. And I can say, this was a 2-hour and 36-minute stream. It was entertaining the whole way through. I've almost watched the full thing at this point. It was really well done in the facts that every moment was entertaining. You know, there was no of that, none of that dead space, and it was just overall uh, a, a really good stream. And I also, you know, forgot this very important part, and that's, you know, basically I think it was about five minutes in the stream when Jay Shot had that 150,000 viewers. You know, um, he he addressed his audience from Minecraft. You know, he has a lot of fans from the Dream S and P now. You know, people watching him. And that's when he decided to commit a purge. <laughs> and no, I'm not exaggerating. What he did is he and um uh, he got a coder, programmer, to create a bot that ended up banning every person in chat who had you know 
not found in, in, in her name. And I, I think this is great for multiple reasons. One, it brings controversy, but not that much controversy. You know, it, it allows for, you know, some, oh my god, I can't believe he did this, but he's just banning people from chaff. They can still watch. Um, I don't know. I don't think I'll ever undo this. It's kind of a funny gimmick because he's supposed to be like kind of he's always been the villain of the Dream SMP. And I think it was a very funny thing to do. And what's funny is after he banned, you know, all those um, people, all, all those, you know, Tommy in it, you know, George not found usernames. He, he then started unboxing things with Tommy in it. So I think it was a, uh, like a funny gimmick. And, and it was actually pretty hilarious overall. And uh, overall, I think his, his return to streaming was very successful. And um, I seen it depends. I, I think that every, once every week you have a planned stream, I think that's going to be a very uh, effective process for him. Because he's kind of made it out where like, he doesn't like... I've watched some of his videos, you know, the Daily Slap, his channel. He gets a little bit more personal. He, he, he seems to make it out like he, he has a bit trouble with the, the informalness of streaming now that he's made it. So I think having this kind of event to plan for in this more setup that it's like a show, like you're going to do a show every Friday, is going to be very effective in furthering his career and probably making him more productive and more involved um, with streaming. And he, he also revealed on top of that um, that he's going to have a second channel, which I, I think his second channel may just be called Schlatt. I can further look into that, but as far as I know, it's just going to be called, I think, just Schlatt. Um, yeah, that's, that's as far as I know. And, and and there, he's going to stream whenever he wants, and, you know, whatever he wants. So he doesn't really have to worry about, you know, his viewers, if it's doing well, yada, 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 yada. And I, I think that's also, you know, we're going to see some, you know, probably more games content and some, some more fun content. Um, then possibly the other channel if you're more into slap playing games. And these could be some like really nerdy games or, you know, really complicated games. And and I think it's going to be good for him to have a place where he doesn't really care that much. And I think it'll probably also be effective um, that he's going to have a place where probably his more kind of intense viewers can probably watch if you really like Shalat. I don't know how often I watch it because sometimes if it's too complicated games... I get, you know, kind of, eh. But, you know, end of the day, <laughs> I think he's going to do well there. And I think he's resorting his live channel back to actually, you know, live, a live channel. And he has, he has a regular channel, which has 1.1 million subscribers. You know, the Weekly Slap, which is 876,000 subscribers. J. Schlatt Vods, which is now 220,000 subscribers. Again, his Clips channel, which has 913,000 subscribers. Um, I, I don't know if I'm missing any. But yeah, that's one, two, three, four, five channels at this point. With the live and the, the J-Schlatt having the same icon, so I don't know if he's going to change that up. But maybe he will. But yeah.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which is kind of interesting to see that strategy. I, I think it's been really kind of interesting, also sad to see, you know, this kind of trend to do as so many different channels. And I, I think that's because, you know, people are so scared of the algorithm, which is, you know, not, uh, it's not worrying per se, but it's a bit like interesting that people have to be that worried nowadays. Um, and I, I don't know how it's going to change things because personally, I hate subscribing to 50 different channels. I wish it was all just in one place. But, you know, if that makes the creator happy, I I guess I'll be happy with that. Now, continuing on to different content. That was amazing. And we'll review what comes, you know, when we see it. So it also happened this week. Um, I think we'll do Mr. Beast next. So Mr. Beast, you know, probably did the most casual thing, casual giving away a million dollars ever. This is $1 million, and these are 15 of the biggest creators on YouTube. We have Logan Paul, Bella Porch, ZHC, and so many others. They're going to be competing in 10 huge challenges, and the winners of each challenge will move on to compete for $1 million. Wasn't really mentioned by anyone. It just happens, and it was very odd. Um, he released a video three days ago that was a $1 million influencer tournament. And then, you know, the next day, or two days later, which is one day ago... He did extreme $1 million hide-and-seek. So it was a tournament in which a round, you know, happened. Um, you know, five people got out, started with 15 people. And another round happened, and it ended. It was a tournament that lasted two days, and he gave away a $1 million. And honestly, I think it was a YouTube original. I'm not really sure what it was. So it was good content. It was really good content. Um, I think it, it did pretty well. I mean... It had like 20, they both have over, you know, 20 million views now. One has 30 million views, the other one has 23 million views. But it was odd, you know? Did he just release these without really hyping it up? I don't I don't know, it felt a bit unclimactic in the way no one was really talking about it. It just kind of happened. Um, it had big stars like Zach King, Bella Porsche, Logan Paul, um, Mark Rober, Preston Plays, LeRae, um and quackity and like it just wasn't really acknowledged which was a bit odd to me it was just kind of like slipped out of his channel and i was like oh no one was really talking about it and i don't even know if he did he tweet about it he did tweet about it but it was really really like i don't know why it felt like after the whole squid game thing it just felt very small for giving away a million dollars that's all i was saying like, giving away a million dollars, a creator a million dollars so they could give it to their fans is a big event. That's crazy. And Mr. Beast, it's not like he gives away a million dollars every time now. He did, I know the Squid Game video was huge, and he did that, like, once before. But still, I, I personally felt like it should have been more acknowledged. I mean, he had rented out the whole SoFi Stadium. It's like the stadium at LA, the, the Rams play it. That's huge. And it just wasn't acknowledged. It, it was really odd to me. Well, I didn't feel like... I mean, maybe it had a lot of hype and I was just missing it. 
but they were quality videos that kind of just went, you know, under the, um, the radar, which I just thought was a bit odd. And that he would re release them that quick in succession. And, you know, not you, you could have at least made the tournament three videos. Like, two was really quick. <laughs> it was really quick, but maybe, like, they decided it couldn't go on or they couldn't keep the, that many creators there for that long. I don't know the, the full, like, specifics of it, but, yeah. Um, so, I did want to talk about offline TV as well. So, offline TV, you know... They've added, you know, three new members. They're a great channel. I love them. One of the only channels I've ever bought merch from. Um, but yeah, they released two videos in the last um, week, which is insane for them. They're usually like one to two videos a month, and they released two in the past week. I think we may even get a third, because I think they did like a white elephant gift swap. And I, I was really surprised by this. They did one where they did um, Hide and Seek um, with Jay um, from Day 6. Yo! Yo, Jody's jumping through windows. Okay, it's not that serious. I have it's a computer. Pieces. It's not that serious. Josh. It's not that serious, Andy. Come on. See, I will close like, I, don't care. I need this computer. Come on. Oh, I need this computer. Come on, Jay. I need this Come on, Jay. Please. Please. I need this. Please. I have 30 pieces. Oh, my. Are you serious? Half of that was not understandable, but I think that gives off the video's energy. It was a K-pop star, and they did it in this big mansion. It was a really entertaining video. I actually thought it was really, really well done and fun to watch. It was great. It was hide-and-seek, but with a bit of twist. Like, there was, a, there was a gun that paused people, and you had to collect certain pieces to win, like, a brand-new PC. It, it was really well done, and I thought it was a great video. Really high quality. and I just, overall, it was great. Seeing the new members there was great. The interactions of John, Jody, and uh, Sydney. With the regular members was great. Michael, as always, is great. I, I, Jay was great. It was an overall a really solid video. And I just felt like I had to shout it out because, you know, I think it deserves a lot of attention. Then, you know, six days later, they released um, Michael Learns to Dance. <laughs> and it was Offline TV Arcade Race where they did it um, with another K-pop star. Um, and um, basically in it, they did this kind of arcade Olympics type thing. 44,000. Go ahead and slap that on there. Completely fair. Completely fair. You guys didn't cheat, right? Wait, wait. You didn't cheat. Did you cheat? How did you get that? They beat this shit. What? They beat this? They put all the beanbags in one machine. Are you serious? Wait, that's fucking... Did they cheat? We're not cheating. We're following their rules. Exactly. No, you go ahead. I liked your method. They, they, they moved them all in one. They're chain. They're chain cheating. I don't know how to stop them. They have to cheat to counter each other's cheating. I, I'm gonna pretend like I don't see it. So, Team Red could, you know, claim a game. To claim the game, they would play it and get a high score. But if it was still within the time limit, Team Blue could then play that same game. And if they got a higher score, then Team Blue won the game, and they could go back and forth until the hour's up. And there's also, like, this tickets component. But it was really fun to see. Because in my mind, this was a great video. Is one, another K-pop star. Big win. Um, two, I honestly think that at least it's kind of my dream to have, like, an empty arcade and just have unlimited money. That's just just sick to watch. Um, so um, it, it, was, it was really cool to kind of have that. To have that kind of 
childlike experience. I know I wasn't there, but like watching it through their camera and just seeing them run around the arcade, just doing swiping, like trying to get as many tickets as possible, just, you know, able to play skee-ball and the basketball and, you know, the Halo shooter with the, you you have the actual fake gun and you're like, you know, that just seems like a really fun time. And I, it was it was fun to see like kind of like a little kid's dream being carried out. And I I think just showed them having fun, which is why I really appreciated it. I always say the key to these group channels is just friends having fun. That's what makes the Sidemen so much more successful than everybody else, in my opinion, than a lot of other group channels. And this is why I think Offline TV is really successful and could become even more successful. Is when, was when you capture that friends having fun aspect and make it kind of really um, impromptu and kind of off the cuff then I, I think you just, there's, there's nowhere to go but up. And I think that's pretty awesome. Okay, now we have even more news. I, I don't know why we have so much news. Um, I, I think it's because in December, I'm pretty sure, um, they, um, like, bump up the ad revenue, so everybody's trying to release around then. That's what I would think. I think that's what the ab- advertisers do. And uh, yeah, I, I imagine that's what it is. So yeah, um, let's continue on. Um, and that is people visiting each other. So during this time of ad revenue, a lot of people have basically decided to take advantage of that, and um, you know, visited different places in the U.S. Um, and uh, gone to different countries. Unfortunately, you know, COVID has gotten a lot worse right after they did it. Maybe because people are doing that, but I guess that's their issue. I haven't left anywhere. Um, but like one example is we had Fundy go to America. Spearin. Oh shit! Flipping. Oh rabbin. Oh shit! And this and then coming around. <laughs> You're gonna break. You guys keep talking i'm gonna crash this car <laughs> i'm gonna crash this goddamn car if you keep doing that ball Sorry. he's been in america for a while but he released a vlog the other day where it shows him visiting mr beast he was there for the filming of the squid game him uh, going to texas and hanging out with uh jay schlatt and charlie slimesicle where they shot like a bunch of guns and other assorted firearms and flamethrowers at a gun range um and that was really fun to watch i thought that was a solid video um it was funny to see like a European going to America and kind of getting that new experience because I feel like you don't normally like you you do see that, but it was fun to see like Fundy like do that. I think he was uh, a fun person to see just kind of try new things. Maybe because he's a bit older than like you know Tubbo and Tommy, so and Rambo, so he doesn't have to have like adult supervision. So kind of seeing Fundy go over there and do that and kind of do a bunch of crazy things was really exciting. Um. I would say another really great um, visit was Quackity then went to England, um, and he has been hanging out um, with uh, pe- people there. I haven't seen him. Uh, I didn't get to watch him and George Not Found hang out, but I did get to tune in to um, some of him and Wilbur hanging out. <laughs> you mean a corgi? No! The orange retriever. There's no such thing as an orange retriever king. What? Exactly what it was calling No way. No way. I'm live. I'm live. Oh, I was just kidding then. Okay. Is that Carl? Carl just called and said, I'm kidding. (laughs) Which is also a great stream, I think. 
they had a lot of great chemistry. It was that was also had a really chill vibe, and it was um, really cool to see that. Um, I feel like um, it must be weird to have like these online friends for like two years, and it's your career, so you know you're basically working together being friends with each other, just playing with each other for hours at a time. And obviously kids can do that, people can do that, but, like, to the extent that, um, you know, they do that um, for a living, it's, like, a lot more hours than you could do it if you had a day job. So for the extent they're doing that, it must be wild to actually meet that person in person. So it's definitely person in person. It's definitely exciting to see that. Um, I, I I think that, you know, we're probably going to get some great vlogs, maybe from Tommy or Quackity or Wilbur, if they actually start editing things up, and it's going to be pretty great. Um, oh, also, Amaranth visited LA. So Amaranth, you know, is a streamer known for some of her more not-safe-for-work activities, but she went on The Yard, which is a bit more of a mature podcast um, for those listening, so I, I don't know if I would recommend it to anybody kind of young. Uh, it's a bit more mature, and Amaranth is a bit more mature person, but she went there and talked in that podcast, which was really, really funny. Um, and she also just was at the offline TV house for a bit. Oh, and also, like, Toast and Ray have been doing, like, 24-hour and 48-hour streams. It's been a bit wild. Um, but, yeah. Toast, actually, now I'm going to go off on a tangent, has been doing this strategy, which I'm not sure really what it is. I feel like it's got to be more than his Twitch contract, but he's doing this, like, chill radio strategy where basically he has this, like, lo-fi music and maybe smaller creators than him kind of doing, like, a podcast just 24-7. And I don't know why he's doing this. I don't know if he's explained it. I'll maybe look when I'm editing this. But it's been really interesting to kind of try to understand what's going on. It's been kind of fascinating to see maybe his strategy. It comes full circle. Video killed the radio star. Streaming killed the video star. What's gonna kill the streaming star? Radio. Radio killed the streaming star. So we need to go back in order to go forward, which is radio. A 24 hour, 7 days a week streaming Twitch channel. That is like a radio station playing music and having hosts talking. Like a podcast slash music slash gaming. It combines everything together. A radio station Twitch channel with gaming and podcast and music that never ends. It's forever. As it usually has around 10,000 views. So maybe it's just that the Twitch algorithm will always support him. I'm not really sure. Um, I would love... To, I think Toast is always really on top of it through, on Twitch. So maybe if we hear him, we can get more in-depth next episode. But I think I'm reaching my limit of talking myself. So I may have to leave soon. Once I hit like 20 minutes of just me going straight, it starts to get a little straining for me not to stutter anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's see if we have any reviews. Known from the American side of things, maybe I'll check um, later and do a separate recording to see if we have any internationally. But one thing I did want to shout out. Okay, so I always say if you want to leave a review and kind of say something to me, do one on Apple Podcasts, which is true. 
but also Spotify just released a system where you can now review people. You can leave five star reviews, and you know, you know, no matter what star you think I deserve. Um, hopefully positive. It would be really awesome if you left a review there, because I think since the reviews are new, if we jump on this quick, maybe my podcast could be broadcasted to like more people, because it'll work well with the algorithm. So I'd really appreciate it if you guys left a lot of reviews for me. I think it'd be awesome, and uh, I know I have a community on Spotify, so I, I think that would be really cool. Thank you guys. Oh, <laughs>